You are listening to the Best in Wealth podcast, episode number 236. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. This is a show dedicated to helping real people that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I'm a fiduciary, a fee-only certified financial planner, an educator, and a wealth advisor. And today's episode is about Charlie Munger's life lessons. But before we get to the topic of the day, do you have anyone in your life that you've learned a heck of a lot about that may or may not still be around. When I think about people in my life that I've learned things from, I think of a lot of different people. I think of my teachers at school, thinking of a couple of them that really resonated with me. I think of my coaches that I had in sports in high school and in college and how they've influenced my life, both in what they said and the things that they taught me. And as I move further into my life, I think about people like my mom and dad that have influenced me the way I am a parent and the great things that they've taught me. And then finally, as I started to develop the idea to begin my own company, Fortress Planning Group, many, many years ago, the people that have influenced me and the things that they've said and the things that they've taught me, there are So many life lessons that we can learn from the people all around us. Let's get to the topic of the day. Okay, here we go. Charlie Munger's life lessons. So for those of you who don't know Charlie Munger, he was the vice chairman of Berkshire Hathaway. And Warren Buffett's right-hand man. You know, we all know Warren Buffett, but not as many people around know Charlie. Well, Warren Buffett's right-hand man, Charlie, died last Tuesday at the age of 99. But he was a prolific author and investor and will relive through the reams of financial advice and the pearls of everyday wisdom as he's put so many on the Berkshire Hathaway's annual meeting notes for the past several decades. Now, Charlie Munger quit a well-established law career to be Warren Buffett's partner in Maxim spouting alter ego as they transformed a floundering New England textile company into the spectacularly successful investment firm Berkshire Hathaway. And like I said, he was... Charlie was overshadowed by Warren Buffett because Warren just relished the spotlight. But Mr. Munger, a billionaire of his own, Forbes listed his fortune at $2.6 billion this year, had far more influence at Berkshire than his title of vice chairman suggested. Warren Buffett has described him as the originator 
of Berkshire Hathaway's investing approach. Buffett once wrote in his annual report that Charlie's investment strategy of buying value companies was a revelation for Warren Buffett, who had made his name in the 50s by buying troubled companies at deep discounts. Warren Buffett called them cigar butts because investing in them, he said, was like picking up a discarded cigar butt that had one puff remaining in it. Charlie counseled Warren that if he wanted to build a large, sustainable company that would outperform other investors, he had to buy solid brand name companies. So what I wanted to do today, after giving you that introduction of Charlie Munger, is look at some of his best quotes that he has said to all of us through the years. So I want to look at eight of them with you. And some of these are so simple, but they're such a reminder that if you want to be as successful in investing and successful as a human being, you ought to reflect on them. Some of these are not that much different than what my coaches and parents have taught me through the years. So the first quote, which I have gathered from an article from Market Watch that came out a couple of days ago by Nicole Lynn Pace. The first quote is, lifelong learning is paramount to long-term success. Boy, my wife being a principal would love this. She tells me and my daughters that we should always be reading a book and learning more. Lifelong learning is paramount to long-term success. I mean, think about that. Anyone you know that is highly successful is committed to learning because you need to be humble enough to say to yourself, I don't know everything and I'm going to learn from other people around me. And I'm going to learn from these great authors who have written these great books. Lifelong learning is paramount to long-term success. So as we start to approach the new year, you know, I'm going to be doing podcast episodes about goal setting, but maybe one of our major goals is going to be committed to reading X number of books in 2024. All right, here's another saying by Charlie. Here's number two. If I can be optimistic when I'm nearly dead, surely the rest of you can handle a little inflation. Now, this was drawn from the 2010 annual Berkshire Hathaway meeting. I mean, think about that for a second. That is hitting us in the face right now, 12 and 13 years later. So in 2010, inflation started running a little bit high, not like it did in the last couple of years. But he said, and this was when he was 89, because granted, or a little bit younger than that, he died a week ago at 99. Maybe he was 87, 86 at this time. If I can be optimistic when I'm nearly dead, surely the rest of us can handle a little inflation. But what happened to us when inflation started going up? We thought the world was going to collapse, didn't we? Sometimes we got to take some of these big things in strides. And I talk to my clients about this all the time. They tell me, Scott, this time it's different. This time it's different. This time it's different. Stop talking about the past. This time it's different. And you know what? This time is different. The actual current events that are happening are different than five years ago and 20 years ago. 
but how we should behave has always been the same. And if Charlie can be optimistic in his mid-80s when he was nearly dead, he didn't know then he had another 12 or 13 years to live, surely you can handle a little inflation. And if we take that further, he's basically saying we can handle this stuff that hits us in the face every year as investors. Because as soon as inflation's under control, there's going to be something else. As soon as the conflict that's going on around the world right now is over, there's going to be more conflict. As soon as we hit another correction, we're going to be talking about recession again. We need to take these current events in stride and not let them disrupt our investment philosophy. Here's another really good one that Charlie said. If you're not willing to react with equanimity to a market price decline of 50% two or three times a century, you're not fit to be a common shareholder and you deserve the mediocre result you're going to get. What does he mean? If you can't keep your composure, if you can't keep your psychological stability to a market decline of 50% two or three times a century, you're not ready for a high-risk stock portfolio. You might be thinking, when has the stock market gone down 50%? Well, it did during the Great Recession. Not that many years ago, 2008, actually the decline started late 2007 and ended in March of 2009 and the S&P 500 had a 53% decline. If you can't handle that two or three times a century, you're probably not fit to have 100% of your money in the stock market and you deserve to have less return. Return and risk are directly related. If you want more return, you have to be willing to accept more risk. And by risk, we mean in the stock market, as long as you are highly, highly diversified, it means downturns. And you got to be willing to put up with those downturns. And sometimes downturns of 50%, like we saw in the Great Recession. If you're not willing to take that risk, you need to be willing to accept lower returns. They are absolutely correlated. So the next time we see a 50% decline, we need to keep our composure if we're willing to take on a high amount of risk. Charlie was. Are you? All right, let's go on to Charlie's next lesson. Charlie Munger laid out at one point his formula for success, and he said, it's so simple. You spend less than you earn. You invest shrewdly. You avoid toxic people and toxic activities and try and keep learning all your life. There's that learning again. And do a lot of deferred gratification because you prefer life that way. And if you do all those things, you are almost certain to succeed. And if you don't do all these things, you're going to need a lot of luck if you're going to succeed. Wow, that is pretty intense. Munger's formula for success. So simple. Spend less than you earn. Invest shrewdly. Avoid toxic people and toxic activities. And try to keep learning all your life. And do a lot of deferred gratification. Do these things and you're almost certain to succeed. Now, that's not always easy. Maybe you're doing two or three of these things, but if you can do all of them, you're almost certain to exceed. If not, 
Well, you're going to need a little bit of luck, according to Charlie. Now, let's go on to the next lesson for Charlie. And Buffett wrote about it in 2015. He called it Charlie's most important architectural feat was the design of today's Berkshire. And the blueprint that Charlie gave for Berkshire Hathaway was simple. This is the light bulb that went off in Warren's head when Charlie and Warren sat around at a party when they first got to know each other. And Charlie said this, forget what you know about buying fair businesses at wonderful prices. Instead, buy wonderful businesses at fair prices. Let me say that again. Forget what you know about buying fair businesses at wonderful prices. Instead, buy wonderful businesses at fair prices. What are we talking about here? This is buying value companies. People look at a certain company and determine whether it's a value company or a growth company based off of a lot of factors. Some people use book value. We here at Fortress like to use book value. Now, sometimes wonderful businesses are very, very expensive and they trade at really high multiples. So their book value and their stock value are so far apart. Those are considered growth companies. Sometimes those wonderful businesses, though, they've fallen on rough times for whatever reason. Think about the airlines during the pandemic. You might have a very solid airline that's grounded because no one's traveling. Stock price goes way down. It's still a wonderful business, but now it's selling at a fair price. Now's when somebody like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger swoop in and buy it. And when we look at long-term averages, we see value companies do better than growth companies because buying wonderful companies at fair prices is the key. This is the foundation of the way Fortress thinks as well. We love to tilt our portfolios to wonderful businesses at fair prices. All right, I got three more lessons from Charlie. This one is super easy. He says, the best thing a human being can do is to help another human being no more. Wow. When I reflect on that, I think if I'm going to encounter somebody, I want to do two things. One, I want to learn from them. I can learn something from anybody. Now, I might learn something not to do, right? That could happen. Or more so, I might learn something that then I can use in my life. That's number one. Number two, I want somebody to learn something from me. And I hope it's they're not learning something not to do, but instead learning something to do. Because Charlie says it, the best thing a human being can do is to help another human being know more, grow more, know more. All right, two more before I let you go. Charlie says, the world is not driven by greed. It's driven by envy. He said this last year while speaking at the annual meeting of the Daily Journal, the newspaper company where he is a director. He goes on to say, I have conquered envy in my own life. I don't envy anybody. I don't give a damn what someone else has. But for other people are driven crazy by it. Charlie says the world is not driven by greed. It's driven by envy. Don't have envy. Just worry about yourself. 
You are a unique family steward. You do not need to compare yourself to anyone else and wish that you had a bigger house, a bigger car, a better job, more money. Charlie does not give a damn what someone else has, and neither should you, because that will set you apart from so many other people who are driven by envy. And being driven by envy means you never feel good. Don't worry about other people. Worry about yourself. And to close this out, the last thing that Charlie said as a lesson, well, not the last, but the last that I'm going to tell you today, he says this, the best armor for old age is a well-spent life preceding it. I'll say that again. The best armor of old age is a well-spent life preceding it. When I think about this, I think about what I talk about in some of the other previous podcasts, which is doing your best to live with no regrets. Let's live a life where we are committed to learning, like Charlie says. If we can commit to learning, man, think of the doors that will open up. Let's look at our investing philosophy and let's start buying value. We're so consumed with buying growth companies because that's the shiny dot right now. Let's think about buying wonderful companies at fair prices. What else can we do? Have the stomach when you're investing. Be prepared that at some point during your investing career, you'll probably see another 50% downturn. And if you don't see that, you're gonna see something close. I want you to expect major market downturns or be willing to accept lower levels of risk. And do not, do not envy other people. I feel like Charlie has just used that message and driven it through so many people's heads and now he needs to drive it through our heads. Let's not live with envy. Let's worry about ourselves. And finally, let's make sure we do not live with regret. Think of how bad that would be. Think about you and you know you have another week to live or even worse, you have a day to live. And you think about the times where you've had regret and you want to make that telephone call to somebody and forgive them about something or whatever that regret is. And you don't have any time anymore to do that because that person does not pick up the phone. And your life on this great earth is done. Let's not live with any regret. Let's take care of it today. I hope you guys learned a lot from Charlie. I sure did. And I'll see you guys in a couple weeks. I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal of Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered real estate advisory firm regulated by Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only. It's not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.